welcome to the HJ Talks About Abuse podcast, the podcast where we talk about sexual abuse cases in the hope that it will assist listeners in openly discussing topics which have been ignored for too long. This podcast is brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. We are lawyers, so we tend to speak about the legal aspects of abuse cases, but we aren't too shy to speak up about the broader issues faced by survivors of sexual abuse too. We hope that you find it interesting, but more than that, if you are a survivor of sexual abuse, we hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to HJ Talks About Abuse. I'm Kathleen Hallisey, a senior associate in the abuse team, and I'm joined by my colleague, Hannah. Thanks for doing this podcast with me today. Hi, Kathleen. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Hannah, today we're talking about a, a really horrific headline on the BBC this week about abuse in children's homes in Doncaster. And what we've read about and heard about is that there were three care homes in Doncaster owned by the Hesley Group. And these were homes for children and young people and adults with severe mental, excuse me, physical and mental disabilities. And they are now being investigated for physical, sexual and emotional abuse, as well as violence and neglect towards the people that they were tasked with caring for. Yeah, that's right, Kathleen. So there's actually been a total of 104 reports of concern that were made across all three care homes between early 2018 and spring of 2021 alone, just in that period. Now, as you mentioned, there have been some absolutely horrific allegations that have come from this, you know, just to name a few. Children, you know, being locked outside naked, vinegar being poured on carts, you know, literally these children have been tortured at these homes. It's just been absolutely horrifying to hear and just completely shocking. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think you know, you think that abuse is, well, we know abuse is still happening, but I think sometimes people think it's not happening anymore. Or you hope that it's not happening. And so we obviously deal with a lot of non-recent cases where we see that this has happened in the past and decades ago. But to see this and know that it's happening right now in front of everyone's eyes and yet again, where it's been reported to local authorities, nothing's been done, is really, really horrific and tragic to hear. Yeah, and I think one of the most concerning things that has, you know, come from this is that leaked documents, um, it's been reported, have have shown that Ofsted were alerted 40 times about different incidents that were happening. And, you know, it's so sad to see that it was brought to their attention and, and clearly nothing was done about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think as well, what, what we found is that South Yorkshire police were also contacted by a former support worker trying to report the abuse of the children and even name the staff who were abusing them. And that person was told that there wasn't enough for them to, for the investigation to progress. So, you know, we know that these Children have been let down by the people who were tasked with caring for them. That's the Hesley Group, the police, and and also Ofsted, who had received these reports of concern. Yeah, and um, you know, as a result of of these findings. A national panel was set up and it's basically urged action on all local authorities to ensure that children with complex needs and disabilities living in similar homes are safe and well. And I guess it's really just brought to the forefront of everyone's attention. It's just, you know, like, how did this happen in a care home? You know, any form of child abuse is shocking, but, you know, under the local authorities' care, I think it's really sparked a lot of attention in that area, particularly. 
Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, just so shocking that we were seeing this headline only, uh, you know, six months or so after there was another headline and a podcast that we did over the summer about abuse in Calcott Children's Homes, very similar type of situation to this one where some of the most vulnerable children who were meant to be cared for in these care homes, again, owned by private equity firms, were being systematically abused and neglected. And didn't anticipate or expect that we'd see another headline like this just about six months later. Yeah. And, you know, as Alan Collins, who partners up with the abuse team here at Hugh James, has spoken to Doncaster Free Press News. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as he has said to them, that the catalogue of abuse points to huge amounts of systemic failings and said, we have been here many times before. And, you know, there are clearly leadership issues, but the question has to be asked, why has the government not stepped in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's time that we really hold government to account when it comes to child abuse. And particularly, as Alan rightfully has has pointed out in the interview that he did with the Doncaster Free Press, as you mentioned, Hannah, that there's a real opportunity here with the Victims Bill, which currently is just a guideline and a essentially recommended code of practice for that to be turned into law and create accountability so that if victims' rights are not upheld, then there is some accountability on on behalf of the the police and the government in relation to those victims and survivors. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And, you know, it's it's very clear that change needs to happen. I completely agree, Kathleen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also, you know, one of the things that we haven't really talked about, but is, you know, still in, in everyone's minds that does the work we do, I think, and, and others, is ICSA's final report and their recommendations, including on mandatory reporting, which, you know, we haven't really heard much more about in terms of where that's going in government and whether there is any push or any desire for that to be made into law. And I think I have to question, if we had mandatory reporting laws, would we be looking at the same same type of situation that we have here in Doncaster and what we had at the Calcott Children's Homes over the summer? Absolutely. I completely agree. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for joining me to talk about this very important issue. I'm sure there'll be more to discuss about this, excuse me, in, in, uh, in the coming days and weeks. And I anticipate more to be said on the subject if and when I hope government does get involved in this issue. So podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in today. If there's any subjects that you would like to hear us talk about, please do get in touch. Otherwise, we look forward to speaking with you next week. Thanks, Anna. Thank you for listening to this episode of HJ Talks About Abuse. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at aboutabuse at hjtalks.co.uk.